Hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkins and this is your Best Life Defined. Hope you're doing well this morning. Hope you woke up excited about some of the things you got going on today. If not, then my question is why not? Why wouldn't you at this point have decided, you know what, I should probably insert a little fun into my life? How many times a day do you do you really laugh? Not that fake laugh. I'm talking about really just laugh. Now, there's a good chance that you do that quite a bit. And if you do, that is the first step towards living your best life. Because that means that somewhere in your day, you have things in your life that actually lighten the mood, that actually get you in touch with that wonderful thing called laughter. It just it never ends. In fact, Sandy's been kind of weirded out with me lately because I've been doing a lot of laughing. I've been just, just because I look at my life and I'm just like, yeah, wow, we really did this. We just moved back from Michigan. We're in Colorado. I think we haven't been here quite a week. Haven't missed a workout since I got back. Sandy hasn't either. We've got this renewed energy. It's going to be cold this winter, but we don't care. I'm sitting here looking around our RV because it takes us a little while to get set up, especially if we're staying for the winter because we have to put skirting on and there's some winterize the water system and make sure everything is snugged up and everything's working fine. It's a little more work. What's cool about it is we don't have a lot of stuff anymore. We don't have anything extra, actually. I mean, I'm, there's probably a tote somewhere, a few things here and there that I keep around because I think, well, maybe I might need that or I might use that. But as far as the basics, we pretty much use everything we have in our life. And that's, that's, that, that's the balance. That is, that is achieving the perfect balance between the, the life you live and the accessories you have in order to live that life, right? And that's why we, we spend a lot of time doing things we want to do. We get all this free time to do what we want to do. And I don't actually spend a lot of time thinking about, well, I wish I had. I wish I had. And for those things that I do think about and dream about, they aren't related to, to animate objects. They're re- related to actions, They're related to me taking a look at my life and saying, okay, this is where we are and it's pretty good. It's not bad where we're standing right now, but is there a way to make it better? This brings me to the point of this podcast. How much is enough? How do you get to that point when you have enough, where you wake up one day and you just say, all right, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have inklings and ideas in your head and things will spurn maybe the thought of, yeah, that might be cool. But you're actually at a point in your life where you found complete balance where you're not reaching in your pocket anymore. You're not looking at other people's lives going, wow, I wish I had that. Wow, I wish I had this. That's the cool part about this life. It took us five years to figure out how to do it. It took us five years of conversation, five years of struggle and tears, five years of taking in as much information as we could before we actually came to the realization that the way to live a better life, the way to have more access to your life, is to define what your life needs to look like. We picked it. Sandy was born and raised in Canyon City, Colorado. Born and raised. She never lived anyplace else. So when you think about big steps as far as actually doing something that changes your life, that was a big step for her. But we did it. We talked about it and we built this amazing story around around this idea of being able to just travel. And I don't think anyone will ever be able to grab this or fathom what it feels like to travel 1,300 miles 
unhook, go inside, wake up the next morning, and realize that you're still in your home, but you're in a completely different place. Inside, you shut the door, and this is your life. You have the couch and the table, and you've got a wonderful bed, and you like your shower, and you love where you live. But you're able to actually grab a hold of it and say, okay, I'm done with my surroundings. I'm not really digging the surroundings anymore. Are you ready? Okay, let's go live someplace else. Coolest feeling in the world. It is, it is awesome. And I'm not saying that this is, your, this is the way that you need to live your life. I'm not inviting you to come and be an RVer. What I'm saying is, is that when you wake up in the morning and you take a look at your life and you realize you have enough, that's where you start to find the balance. That's when you can say that your life is in balance. In the previous podcast, I talked about indicators that you're on the right track to live in your best life. See, the thing is, we will never be better at anything than we are at the things we love. We will never be better at anything than we are at the things that inspire us, that energize us, that excite us, that make us want to do that thing more. That's why I maintain my RV the way I do. Because it's for the amount of work I put into this thing, it gives me so much benefit. It's right in line with who I am and who Sandy is and what we want to do. We're excited. We're going to sit in Colorado and we're going to explore Colorado all winter, get back into some snowshoeing, even though snowshoeing is something I really, we didn't, I mean, we did it. We enjoyed it. We liked the workout. It was cool as heck, but we didn't really embrace it like we did some other things like backpacking in the mountains of Colorado. But we're going to get that back out there. We're going to do some stuff. But in that, there's nothing that we truly want. I mean, I think eventually down the road, we'll own a home. But beyond that, how much for you is enough? You're waking up, you woke up early this morning, jumped in your car, went to work, do what you do to make that paycheck. Do what you do to survive your day. And that's the sad part about it, is if you wake up and the things you do are a way to survive your life. That is, it's just this struggle from one thing to the other in order to pay the bills, to keep things afloat, to keep what you have. That's a probably a good indicator that you're probably not down the right path. That's a good indicator that you're probably not digging what you're doing. You're probably not excited or energized. There's probably not a lot, a lot of fuel in your tank. And the reason most people get there is because they don't know when they have enough. But here's the thing. And this is really important. You will never have enough of the wrong thing. You will never have enough of the thing you hate. You will never, there will never be any amount of it that will satisfy your want. And it's only when we grab a hold of who we are and we sit in the silence long enough for us to spend time with ourselves and think about, hmm, who am I really? That we can ever discover what it is we truly should have in our life. And until we find that, we will never have enough. You want proof of that? You want me to prove to you that I'm right? Look at the boxes of stuff that you have in your home. Look at the collection of stuff that you have in your home and around you right now that you don't use, that you haven't used in years. That's the, that's the testing ground for what your life should look like. You go out every day, you hunt and gather, you think about your life and what you want, and it's all mostly driven by happiness. 
And then you gather up all this stuff that's supposed to make you happy based on that desire to be happy. And what happens to most of it? Anything that you're not touching in the last six months, anything you have not used in the last year doesn't have any place in your life. Because it's, it's beyond what you need. But that's back to the issue. In order for us to make that decision, we have to define how much is enough. <laughs> and the problem is, for some of us, it'll never happen. The problem is, for some of us, it won't happen simply because the gauge by which we set our standards isn't the gauge. It doesn't come from within us. It comes from around us. It comes from the world. As long as you look at the, the ideas that you've been given, and you have been given ideas, I know, you will never have enough. Social media, mmm, man, the poster board, the modern-day newspaper for how we are not adequate. We're not good-looking enough. We're not skinny enough. We don't have fancy enough houses. We don't have fancy enough cars. You ever wake up in the morning and you're just kind of like sitting there in traffic or doing what you're doing and you scan the uh, social media page and you see somebody you know and they've got some brand-new crap that you think, oh, man, I wish I had that. There's no thought to the price. There's no real thought to what it actually cost them. And, and believe me, whoever sold it to them isn't going to tell them either. And all of a sudden you start wanting, you get your want up and you're like, oh man, and you go home and you tell your wife, your partner, your friend about it. And you say, oh man, I wish I could have that. And before you know it, guess what? You got it. And it's only after you get it, you realize you didn't really want it. Happens with little stuff, happens with big stuff. You ever walking down the street, if you ever walk down the street, take a look at houses out yards. If you see a house that's in disarray, if the yard's not clean, if the fence is broken down, if there's trash in the yard or it's just all junked out, you know what you've got? You've got a case of someone who has something they don't really want. Because we take care of the things we want. I know guys who spend more time rubbing their cars than they do their partners. You know why? Because they want that car. They love that car. That car fits their life. The reason Sandy and I are able to spend the time we do doing what we do is because Sandy is enough. I don't walk around thinking, oh man, I wish I could have a different wife. Oh, look at that. Am I alive? Yes, I'm alive. I see the beauty. I see beautiful women all day long. But it doesn't matter because I have enough. <laughs> you get it? You get it? And it starts with you. Every bit of this starts back with you. And how do you get there? Sit in the quiet time and ask yourself the truth about your life. Ask yourself the truth about what you do every day, about how you do it, how it feels. If you can find your honesty, if you can find that connection with who you are on the inside, the things that inspire you, the things that make you want to get up in the morning, and, and the things you think about when you go to bed at night, Though that's where you start. That's where you start adding those things to your life. And before you know it, guess what? Everything or most of what is in your life is built around who you are. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. Not always easy. But you get it done because it's inspiring. Because it adds fuel to your tank. Because it takes your life in the direction you want it to go. You're not like me. In fact, chances are you're not like anyone else in your neighborhood. Which brings me to the point. How is it that you allowed yourself to buy this buy off on the same life as me and everyone else in the neighborhood? Now, granted, I, I gave that up. I figured it out. I like to play more than I like to work. I like to do things I love to do more than I like to do things I hate to do. 
And it slays me sometimes when I say that because it's such a simple concept. But you got to break the cycle. And the cycle that you've been taught is the same cycle everyone else is taught. And that is, wake up one day, you're 17 years old, you start looking around about all the things you want, and you don't take into consideration who you are or what actually fits. And you start grabbing and spending and grabbing and working and spending and working and spending, and before you know it, you're working to the limit that you can spend. Time is gone, money is gone, and now you're trapped. How do you get out of it? Take a step. Take a look, scan that horizon for all the opportunities, whether they make you money or they give you freedom or they just inspire you and put fuel in your tank and then pick one of those things and go after it. It's that simple. It's that simple. It takes action. In order for you to affect that action, you've got to tell a story. You've got to create a story around that amazing thing that you're going to do that keeps you going, that keeps you going. I got up this morning. I didn't want to work out this morning. I worked out hard yesterday, did a lot of workout yesterday, spent about four hours working out. Got up this morning. I'm getting out there and I'm just going to walk. And he said, I'm not just going to, I'm not going to do pull-ups. I'm not going to do push-ups. I'm not going to do box jumps. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to walk. And then I keep thinking about my story about why I need to stay in shape. And of course, the story is that someone's going to call me one day and say, hey, listen, you want to be on our show? And I'm going to make sure that I'm ready. I'm going to make sure that I look good, that I'm not all dumpy and a skinny-armed old man. I want to look, even if my face looks like this, right? That's a silly reason to work out, right? Everybody says, well, you know, you got to work out for you. Oh, yeah, no, I don't have to work out for me. I have to find a story that motivates me to do what I want to do to get me where I want to be. Pick an amazing story for yourself. Pick that thing and then build an amazing story around it that makes it worth having. And you keep talking about it, keep thinking about it, keep talking about it, keep building that story. And guess what? Before you know it, you're going to get so tired of where you are because of how great it's going to be to where you to be where you want to be that you're going to start moving on it. I hope you keep that in mind. I think maybe things are rolling for me. I hope you will continue to show up every day. I hope that the next time we meet, you will actually have something to say about what you're doing to live your best life, about what you've done to live your best life. And it starts with knowledge. It starts with broadening your horizons. It starts with reading and listening to people, listening to podcasts and learning things about stuff you don't know anything about. And then you open those doors and as that, as that menu opens up for you, you start picking things and then you go after it. So I know you can do it. I did it. I'm, I mean, I mean, if I can do it, if Sandy can do it, I know you can do it. So I'm asking you, I'm inviting you, I'm challenging you to jump on board with this and go ahead and start living your best life. So keep that in mind. And as always, just remember today's your day. Make it a good one.